0: To the weekly, I'm Jeremy. I'm Chris, and you're not. <laughs> and don't you wish you were? right? All right, all Actually, right. There's, there's a number of people I trade places with, but
1: anyway, all right, continuing on.
0: Let's see. So, uh, this week on the weekly deck of sexy things, do not want probably. okay, <laughs> uh, DCC on roll 20, okay, uh, Jaque's tribute dungeon, mm-hmm. a game through a game jam, and Ars Magica 5th edition. Oh, interesting. So, not okay. 5e. Yep, fifth no, edition. So, yep, okay. <laughs> so, that's a. I think that's going to e- eternally make people are just going to start skipping their fifth edition. They're going to go from fourth to sixth because once you put fifth edition on something, everyone yep, has yep. the wrong association. Yep. So, let's start in this uh, with this sexy crowdfunder. All right. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm really curious about your opinion on this because yep. they are suggesting this solves something okay, at I'm, the table that it doesn't. Yeah. I.
1: Do not know what this is. Okay, okay. <laughs> just the fact that it was called Deck of Sexy Things. I'm going to blanket say, I hate it, yeah, right. and it doesn't work, right? <laughs> right? Let's see if I'm
0: wrong. Let's see. So, okay. what are they, what are they trying to do? So, they're crowdfunding a deck of playing cards to allow a DM to create sexy encounters with fun card draws. I,
1: I already hate it. Continue. Yes,
0: and so, and the, the quote that they put here, and this is like where you want to just like shoo somebody away from the table i would say that this in my experience like being at the table this is the most disruptive thing that i've encountered not like you know bigotry or sexism or whatever i guess this is you know kind of sexism but this kind of weird geek kind of habit right of continue are there any are there any girls here you know that that, so you're at at a table with guys and we're in some tavern or whatever and somebody is looking for a date yep so, have you ever had one of those players who is always looking for a hookup, visiting every brothel in any town you encounter, and hitting on all the attractive P- NPCs?
1: I have a solution for you.
0: <laughs> yes? Stop making them attractive. <laughs> yes, right? there, that's okay. right. Anyway, There continue. we go. There yeah. we go. So, Art of the Genre, uh, I guess the company that is doing this, is uh, they know how, uh, how de- derailing this uh, can be in a game. So, what they have created is a deck of cards called the Deck of Sexy Things, Fully agnostic. Now, this is the thing that I, I think is completely insane. Okay. Uh, fully agnostic and can be utilized for any race, gender, orientation, and anything else your players are utilizing for their characters.
1: I'm curious. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. I still think this is a bad idea. Mm-hmm. I'm curious how they have made this completely system agnostic. I mean, un-
0: Well, I think they're making it, they're saying it's gender and sexuality well, agnostic. L- that yeah, too, yeah, right?
1: Yeah, right, right, right? Like, I, I, in. L- Unless the card just has like gender-neutral attractive mm. features, mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. And, th- and or like kind of physical descriptions that could work for for any gender, right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now I'm curious just to see how they accomplish right, that. Right. It is still probably a bad idea or solve something that. Doesn't need to be solved.
0: Yeah, they're putting quite a burden on the artist, (laughs) so that they specifically promote uh, the the artist doing this. So, so yeah, so they're going to do a fifty two card French suited deck. Uh, So yeah, basically. Suits your your typical suits of uh, playing cards. Thirteenth uh, Warlock is the artist, so they're they're pushing the fact this is not AI generated. We right. actually have okay, an artist well, doing this entire thing.
1: Props for human made stuff because AI slop yeah, is terrible, right, right, right?
0: Okay, yeah, especially AI sexy. Oof. Ooh. So have your randy player. These are the instructions how this works. Yep. Draw a random card. Yep. So to see what the romantic or sexual encounter, you know, what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, this will stop you from having to role play out any awkward sexual situations at your table. Will it, though? Uh, yeah, I know it won't. I think it, it just encourages, you know, uh, people to just, yeah, preoccupy themselves with this mechanic. Now, now you have a card mechanic where you're like, oh, I want to see if I if, can I and yep, I yep, okay yeah. Yep. So and and then it continues on from there. So the results will either the player will either get a high five, ouch. Or people will laugh at them and the, their beverage of choice will come shooting out of their nose because it's so hysterical how they were turned down. And like, yeah, it's already like this is not making anything any better. This is actually compounding the problem, because focusing on, on yeah, 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 it yeah right. put, put, putting a, a mechanic on it and putting uh, is there a mechanic
1: on it? Apart from, well, OK, card draw is a mechanic. So mm-hmm. I guess there's a mechanic. Yeah, yeah, for, right. Yeah.
0: Sure. So so there's, here's the suits. So the uh, hearts represent a positive result. Clubs okay. represent a negative uh, neutral Spades uh, a negative, and their personal favorite diamonds are weird. So okay, we okay. So you're going to find weird, sexy, great. Sure. (laughs) So yeah, each card has a a specific mechanical kind of thing happening, and they are saying that it works for multiple game systems. They're not saying it works for everything, and stretch goals have been specified to add game systems. So I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah, not
1: try as someone who has to make courses for learners of all levels <laughs> right right sometimes like making something for everyone simply does not work yes. so right. this works with every game no just this works with most games okay fine okay.
0: so so far they're saying AD&D 5e Pathfinder Castles and Crusades Savage Worlds Fast Core and 13th Age are all going to be okay. available so you get this deck of cards and then there'll be a, a free PDF that has the mechanics like basically describes what what each of, anything okay. that's not on the card yep. will be described uh, in these mechanics And of course, there will be naughty art on every card. Mm-hmm. Lost okay. me even more. Yeah, yeah. so and the, the, then they talk about, you know, the, it's going to be high-quality cards. So the, the the only thing that I think is enjoyable about this is if they produce a much nicer deck of cards than Watsy did for their deck of many well, things. Well, they don't
1: have to try that hard, do they, right? <laughs> right? Based on that deck of many things for Fluffy. Yes,
0: yeah. so if this comes out any sort of decent quality, it's going to be very embarrassing that the, the deck of many things, one of those iconic things in D&D was so fumbled. Sure. But, uh, yeah, so every card is a visual... A visual, a sexy masterpiece to bring to your gaming table. And then to supplement this further, they are creating folio, black labels, which are adult fantasy adventures that will include 3D maps for both AD&D and 5E, um, the, the mechanics for those games. And uh, each adventure will be roughly 32 pages and are designed for lower-level characters. <laughs> so lower-level, randy characters. None of this is appealing. This sounds like... I, I don't know. I mean but I guess it'll get attention because they called it deck of sexy things.
1: Yep, and it'll get attention because it's sexy. <laughs> right. <laughs> or sexy. adult, that black label. <laughs> right. I don't know, man.
0: So it just it's it's just it just gets weirder when you get into the stretch goal. So they're gonna do an art book PDF, so all of the art will be uh free as a as a PDF for all the backers, so you don't have to see right. it with the card with the card text and stuff on it. Then uh, if they reach five thousand dollars uh backing, they're going to do a call of Cthulhu uh rules for the deck. Just why <laughs> <laughs> I, that's don't, what I, I don't want to see what the weird is for that. That's what I was looking for. It's like there's not enough sexy in my Call of Cthulhu games. So, yeah, there we go. $10,000, you'll get sci-fi jokers in the deck. Okay. Excellent. And then continuing levels will unlock more black label adventures, which will uh, be included as PDFs for all backers. Right. So, sexy adventures. Right. So, yeah. I'm going to have to go look at this. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll probably forget about it after this. Class. Right. I'm going to have to go look at this just because I want
1: to see more, like, Mm. like you said what problem do they think this is addressing because they're not right like Mm -hmm, if the mm -hmm. problem is you have this one or couple players that are being really juvenile and just trying to like like using the game as a chance for like their character to like hook up as some weird surrogate for like them to do so like tossing out a card Mm
0: -hmm.
1: okay it might minimize the problem
0: right yeah, because yeah, you could say this is the end of it. Like this is right. the result. We're here's, done. Yep. Here's yeah, your yeah. card. We're mm-hmm. done. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: But I mean, it says adult product. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. This
1: is not for adults. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, like that's part of the problem. Like, how many, <laughs> how many problems are solved by people at the table being adults, sitting down and saying, "Yo, bro, this is a problem."
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Too much time is being disrupted. Like, if. Everyone at the table is cool with it, and that's what you got to discuss to find out. Then it's not a problem. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If it is a problem, then you got to to talk about it and be like, "Yo, man, you got to like curb this or knock it off or something, or can we minimize it? And then maybe a way to minimize it is
0: this." Yeah, right, right, right. And yeah, well, yeah, implement that. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. So yeah. Art of the genre has been around for a while. They've been doing projects since 2012, so they have 100 uh, different campaigns. And I think this is not on Kickstarter. This is going to be like a, a backer kit. Yeah. Maybe yeah so so. um yeah, so uh, you know, a smaller scale because their yep, sure. stretch goals aren't huge, but um, yeah, it's it's odd. I thought it was a really odd choice, and I thought it would be something fun to discuss with you. And the idea of making something sexy and calling it gender and sexuality agnostic—I think that's impossible. I mean, I it's, think that's yeah, also yeah, impossible so, as well. Yeah, like, I mean, just the internet has atomized people's sexual tastes to such specific tiny things. that you need much more than fifty-two cards. I do. Like, I want to. If the whole
1: product <laughs> mm-hmm. is. Yeah, I'm imagining the whole product being, like, gender and sexuality neutral, which, as you said, I think is kind of impossible. Right. What you would, I think, a better way to do it would be just different cards and suits and whatever Mm. are all, like, as much of a spectrum as you can give, right? Mm -hmm. Across, because how are you going to, are all of your people... (laughs) that you've depicted going to be like gender and sexuality neutral Mm -hmm, what are those people mm going to look like right right right. i think it's better to just go like okay this guy's gay this guy this one's lesbian like the the whole spectrum of kind of people and whatever and Mm -hmm. then you just get kind of what you get
0: yeah right right.
1: or make it hey we all play make-believe right in this game like the answer is like, well, I don't want this kind of person. Well, then pretend they're someone else, right? <laughs> right? Like pretend they're the a different gender that your character is attracted to, whatever. But I think that gets harder to do when you have a picture.
0: Yeah, right, right. right? I think so I was, I was imagining yeah. just like
1: a text prompt, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Which I realize isn't going <laughs> right, is like to sell. What yeah. is going to sell is like big-titty anime girl AI slop, right? Slump, right? <laughs> Which is why I kind of want to see what these pictures look like mm-hmm, because that mm-hmm. might undermine their gender and sexuality neutral right. thing, right?
0: Yeah, so we'll see. So I, I don't envy 13th Warlock, the the job that they had to do to try to produce well, this. Well, I mean, they got paid, right? Yeah, they they
1: true, probably got said, Here's the spec. Here's what you want to draw, mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. right? Like right. the art might be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Just not do what it says it does, right? Anyway.
0: Yeah, so this is one of the things that, um, yeah, they could just provide this as a, a PDF a, a PDF that you just use a deck of cards with. You, know, you, because, could, yeah, you could, But then, who's going to buy them? They're not right? going to sell anything. What people want is right, the sexy right. fantasy art. Let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's an interesting thing. I'm curious uh, how well it's going to do, but I really don't think it's. I, I don't know. But the when I was when I was reading through this, I remembered I watched the first episode of the um, Critical Role Amazon series. Okay. And immediately, the first scene was a sex scene with their Randy Gnome Bard like doing performing oral sex in sure. bed. Like right away, they and I guess they're trying to introduce it as more you know more adult oriented or whatever like the the actual play is, but like right away they're they're having they're putting that up front in how they're gonna depict this is how you play Dungeons and Dragons. Yep. <laughs> yes.
1: Well I mean okay there's there's kind of two things going on there. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch that because I can't bring myself to watch it right. One, yes, that's kind of a juvenile way to say hey this is adult and mm-hmm. I'm not exempt from that I mean like w- years ago right mm. like the changeling game I ran with like Lyle and Chris I'm like okay where am I setting this the first thing happens in a strip club right mm-hmm. and so then like I kind of grew up and realized sex and nudity <laughs> does not necessarily mean "Ooh, this is dark and right. adult right? <laughs> right so I'm not exempt from it I've done it too you kind of mm-hmm. learn and grow <laughs> but then with the thing with the critical role it's just like mm-hmm. this, is, this is supposed to be D&D Yeah,
0: Yeah, so yeah, they're... they're Making that an, a you know a part of the uh, an important part of the characters uh, you know, whatever, sure. but uh, yeah so that's weird um, and so <laughs> <at> that. that's, <laughs> yeah, that's weird. What weird. did you draw? Weird. Okay, <laughs> that's weird. We yeah. drew a diamond. We drew a diamond, and it's just weird. Weird, sexy. Yeah. But let's uh, let's move on to some other weird news.
1: Hopefully not sexy too.
0: Right. <laughs> well, not not so sexy. Um, more crowdfunding, of course. Um, so Dungeon Crawl Classic is getting ready to go completely virtual. So I'm sure you've been able to do this with. Like um, fan made or homebrew kind of unofficial stuff for a while on all these on all the VTTs, but um, there's going to be an official uh, Roll20 uh, kind of campaign, a crowdfunding campaign to produce a series of adventures uh, for the Goodman Games system. Uh, And I think it'll it will help. Uh, people that are already on VTTs and already subscribed to Roll20 and everything, this will give them a much easier chance to try this system out if they never have before. So much more tempting because, you know, this is a system that you start at level zero right. and basically run a funnel with multiple characters and try right. to get one or two through alive so you actually have something to see which ones survive, yeah. Right, right. So they're going to fully integrate a version of Dungeon Crawl Classics into Roll20. Uh, and so their uh, promotion for this was coming to a virtual tabletop near you. They're going to... Um, have the whole system in there along with adventure paths, starting with a funnel and going like from zero to three, uh, level three, which will give you a, a nice way to kind of continue, continue through. Uh, so campaign paths um, and then also all of the uh, the art assets and they do have a considerable number of you know interesting maps and art assets that. When you have a virtual tabletop, I think it's much easier. That was the thing that I, uh, you run into a lot. They have wonderful old school maps, but they're very intricate and you can't fog of war kind of cover up okay. and reveal rooms very right. well. So um, you're you're kind of showing too much at, at any one time because there's not a good way to reveal um, and you want to use their assets. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so hopefully that the, the um, uh, Roll20 will make that much easier. So this is uh, going to happen on uh, Backer Kit. And in early, so early next month, early February, you can pledge to unlock this, and it's just going to basically be everything. So the nice thing that will happen uh, with some of the, you know, bookkeeping because. Uh, DCC is not rules light. It's not not no, rules light. No. OSR. So things like spell checks, uh, mighty deeds, lux, spell burn, De- deity disapproval, and mercurial magic will all be you know handled within the VTT itself. So it makes it much more integrated. Because I'm sure the way that it's being done now, there's you know maybe a lot of modules and things you're adding and you're right. kind of got most of it covered. But this will be kind of the official implementation of it. I just wish they didn't choose rule <laughs> twenty. But I guess if it's if it's popular, if they think that's where the players are. Yeah. Who knows?
1: Yeah. Or maybe the success of this will lead them to develop packages for other.
0: Mm. Yeah. I, yeah. I hope. Yeah. I hope that that uh, if that if that does end up being the case. But uh, yeah. So a uh, quick start for uh, DCC is available on their website if you're interested in seeing. What this is all about? Are there and modules
1: for rolling like five, seven, and thirteen sided dice.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, oh, and that's a, that's another thing too. Is that is one of the hurdles for it? Someone has to have those dice. So you have the dice. Or you know, or you, just do die roller. Yeah, right, size, yeah, yeah, Right, which, right. Which
1: doesn't have the same feel, but whatever.
0: Right. So that was yeah. That was one of the things you have to you know you buy the book and then you got to buy the wacky dice. E- even wackier dice. Like they went beyond above and beyond wacky yeah. dice. Um, for, uh, for that system. And so meeting in person, that's the kind of one limit. And that, that will be eliminated, of course, on the VTT. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I was surprised to see this. They're, they're trying to kind of mainstream things. and But I guess, though, now we know because of Wizards doing their own thing that Roll20 is probably not going to be the dominant platform anymore, so it's good they're getting some other support, and Mm -hmm. there will be people looking for other things to play, because you're not going to be able to play real D&D on Roll20 anymore, Yeah, whatever, whatever that is. The the endless edition of D&D will not be playable on anything but their own. Endless edition, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So yeah, I thought that was uh, surprising, Um, but we're going to see these alliances I think happening where people, companies are going to be working together against this common foe now. (laughs) So I never would have expected um uh the uh Goodman games to choose roll 20 but what Here yeah this is what you got all right positive news this yeah. is this is what the community is all about this is why you tabletop role play is it? yes it is because uh generalques is going to be memorialized with a mega dungeon expi- inspired by uh the uh, caverns of threecm Okay. that uh, she worked on. So this project this this game jam is going to be called Retu- Return to Parenthos. and it's going to be a um they're kind of doing it in a, in a couple of different steps. Okay. It's going to be a book full of user submitted um dungeon elements like rooms and tiles and and descriptions and writings. Okay. And all of the um all of the sales for this will benefit uh, Jaquez's family because okay. the unfortunate reality of uh America is even when you're gone, your medical expenses linger. So there's a burden on the survi- you know her survivors to have to you know deal with right. this this nonsense, and that's the uh, you know just kind of the, the the painful situations of kind of insult you know to injury is uh, uh, n- when a loved one is gone, you still are receiving uh, you know bills, bills and invoices yep. from the freaking hospital. So um uh and, and we've so we've mentioned uh, Jacquez, uh several times before, but um a very uh, uh you know a designer a very distinct uh designer that has worked both in tabletop and uh and video games mm-hmm. so they're also encouraging and because of that fact they're encouraging uh you anything that inspired you from her work to kind of include that okay. in here so you know it, it's open up to you know quake and everything
1: uh that she,
0: that she worked on to include ju- just as a you know as a tribute so this is being done through um uh, itch.io and uh then they are going to um so, the uh, uh, they're going to, it's, and it's hosted by RV Games owner uh, Violet Ballard. So, it will uh, support two causes. Uh, the crowdfunder proceeds, uh, uh, basically the pre orders, will be donated to Jaquay's family. Mm-hmm. And then the wholesale and retail of the actual book that is produced will benefit uh, Trans Lifeline. Okay. So, a US based uh, grassroots hotline for and, and grant, grant giving nonprofit. So uh, submissions are being taken through February first, and um, <clears throat> the, the you know range from they'll accept manuscripts or maps, uh, fully illustrated map spreads, uh, you know with keys or layout, um, and everything that is going to be done in a a wire bound uh, okay. book. So uh, if you can't and it's, this is interesting too if you can't submit everything on time there will be volunteers to help uh, with the uh, editing and, and kind of uh, design if you have ideas or something you want to contribute there will be volunteers that will help kind of make your thing nice. a reality okay. so you could you can be included so submissions must fit on a standard US letter size page and uh, manuscripts can be no more than 750 words okay nice yeah i so- like
1: the uh- Limits. Yes, yes, like yes. That. Or not necessarily limits, parameters.
0: Right? right, right. And I think this is this is such a, a fitting tribute, and this is very touching that, like, you know, you have this kind of effect on an industry, and people are going to respond. And there's not going to be, like, this is, you know, her career Spend so much time, and was, and was so influential. So there's newer gamers and older gamers, and they're all going to mm, contribute yeah. together. So it's not going to be, you know, people drawing lines or saying, well, if they're contributing, I'm not contributing. This is just, you know, Jeez. to. Uh, uh. I'm sure there's people like that. Button. Yeah, yeah I'm, sure, I'm sure people are trying to do that. But don't don't even think about it. And the uh, the kind of instructions. Um, so this uh, the return to uh, parenthesis will not be bound to any system. Uh, and the instructions are kind of go wild and have fun. It doesn't need to... Uh, oh, and, and also the instruction is it cannot contain bigoted material or AI-generated artwork or text. Hope not. Yep. Yes. And so prim- primarily be constructed of maps, keys, and general descriptions of the um, the rooms.
1: So things that are kind of useful across... Yes. Any and all systems. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Or as many systems and stuff as possible, yeah.
0: Mm. And also, so the deadline uh, is the uh, February 1st. And uh, this was actually uh, surprising for me, too. Uh, February 2nd, there will be a live stream of uh, uh funeral. Oh, wow. So okay. there, there will be a... Uh, a way to, uh, yeah, participate and, uh, kind of, you know, say farewell. And, um, of course, the, uh, GoFundMe page that we've, uh, promoted is still open because there are still medical bills. So if you, if you aren't supporting the game jam, you aren't going to buy the book, you can still just directly right. support the family with uh, uh, the GoFundMe. And there was a quote uh, from the page. So even if you don't know uh, Janelle Joque's name, you probably explored a tabletop RPG dungeon she created or played a Quake level she designed. Mm. The legendary designer and developer's death last week sparked all manner of tributes across the industry, but none so uh, seems so perfectly fitting for her legacy as a new attempt to crowdsource a memorial dungeon in her honor. And that's what uh, Violet Ballard is doing, uh, organizing the uh, return to Parenthos. So yeah, um I thought that was yeah, perfect. Really touching and it's a good way to like kind of bring the community together instead of, you know, divide it over uh, you know petty nonsense because with some, yeah, someone's yeah, someone's career that has uh, you know, spanned that long. So much. Yes. So uh, we'll put links to all of that um on there. So take a look and if you want to get something ready, you still have yeah, there's still, still there's time. Still time yep. If you'd like to contribute.
1: Upside of doing things live.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's good.
1: How often in the past were like. Well, we were a week late on this. Yeah.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. And finally, uh, Ars Magica. So they have had a fifth edition for about 20 years now. Have they? It's been a while.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: And uh, so Ars Magica announced a new definitive fifth edition uh, is in the works. So uh, if you don't know, Ars Magica was done by Atlas Games, a kind of mythic Europe set in the 1200s. This will be the definitive edition of their own fifth edition. So not 5E of the world's dodgiest role-playing game. Ooh, I like it. I'm going to
1: borrow that from that one.
0: This is... um, this is their fifth edition. And why it's definitive is because they're going to include a lot of material that was published since kind of fifth edition was created.
1: Well, it was 20 years ago, I think. This is a lot. Even if you're not publishing that regularly, that might be a sizable amount of, of yeah. things, new material to incorporate.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. So uh, Atlas Games has been working on this for the last three years. Um, basically, they're saying the underlying manuscript of fifth edition will be intact. They're going to do extensive. Uh, a, a, Kind of uh, revisions along with um, updates. So David Chart is going to be the the line developer, and they want to do, uh, they want to reflect kind of decades of play of this system and incorporate a host of the new of new materials that were published since the original book's release. Mm. Um, and so that means, of course, this will be a much bigger book than the original. So the original 5th edition is is still available, I think, in softcover on the Atlas Games uh, website. So it's still in print. I'm probably Mm print-on-demand, but it's still in print. This will be a deluxe, full-color, hardcover print edition. Uh, So the kind of the the best version of this that they can make. So new art and layouts and an heirloom production quality. So mm-hmm. it's probably going to cost a, a fortune, a but uh, it, it, it's going to be the version, the definitive version of. Was there any so.
1: idea about, or any mention about how many pages it is? Cause that kind of gives us a sense oh, of what the book might yeah, no, Yeah,
0: share. they didn't, uh, I, I, maybe okay. they haven't gotten to that, that point yet where they're probably lo- not if they're the, still in layout. Yeah. Yeah. Where they're like, okay, We've got oh, we've got this done, and they're also saying that they will um, uh, have an open license for this system. And the lead contender so far is Creative Commons. Yep. So
1: nice, you certainly go. don't need a company like this producing their own stuff. Mm-hmm. Like not an SRD, open open gaming blah, nonsense. Whatever <laughs> that OGL schlop is just. We won't sue you if you use some of our stuff, right? right. That's right. all it is. You mm-hmm. don't need it, and since you can't copyright mechanics
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah anyway
0: that's true and they also said um uh, the uh, Atlas game announced that uh, they've resurrected the original printer files from 5th uh, edition. And so that What's means... What's in Quark Express? <laughs> yeah, <you> know, <laughs> sorry, you know, Quark 1.5. Uh, so their entire back catalog uh, will be compatible with this new definitive edition. So And they'll, they'll keep that in print the way they have 5th edition for all this time. Yeah, so that means, yeah, 2004 was wow. the uh, release of 5th edition. So it's been... A, it's well play-tested, I would imagine, by now. They know. They well, found all the, the That's space. the
1: upside of games being that old right Mm
0: -hmm. yeah and and you know that they now maybe the um the editor has a a good sense of like what modern sensibilities would want to do Mm -hmm. to kind of make things a little more streamlined or just more compatible with people's expectations
1: or just incorporate like feedback from people who've who've played the game or run the Mm -hmm. game and kind of like best practices that become Mm -hmm. what's the word i'm looking for not rules for a better lack of a better term but
0: yeah. yeah. Rules. Rules. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And um uh, so this is another BackerKit campaign. So I, I don't think we've talked about Kickstarter at all this uh this week. No, we haven't, yeah, no. everything's on everything's on BackerKit, which is nice. That's a nice move because you know they're getting more money and you know that there's less interference with yep. uh, uh you know content or whatever. So um yeah, the uh, uh, the definitive 5th edition of Ars Magica is uh coming soon to uh Uh, I'm sorry, it's not coming soon. It's coming in a bit, (laughs) fall. Yeah, in the the fall of this year. So there's still, there's still obviously there's a lot of work being done. Given that this
1: originally came out in 2004. Yes. Fall of this year is relatively. (laughs) Give them
0: some time. Yeah, it's already been three years that they've been working on this. So yeah, give them a minute. And uh, so we'll probably remind when when that actually launches. We'll we'll give you a little bit of a reminder. So just kind of, yeah, quick touching on a bunch of things. Some sexy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We started out sexy and adults. You know, I know I, I wanted to set the tone. <laughs> so, yeah, links to everything will be in the description. And that will do it for this week. Yeah. Where can people find you?
1: Uh, on the internet, digging up this deck of sexy things to <laughs> slam it on social media, probably. Yes. <laughs> anyway, yeah, bad, bad idea. Speaking of social media, I'm on, I don't even remember anymore. Blue Sky. Blue ah. Sky. And mostly Instagram, because most of the stuff I'm doing lately is miniature related. So Instagram is just a better place for sharing pictures. That's hivemind, H-Y-V-E-M-Y-N-D, where if you follow me there, you'll have seen my very late resolution for New Year's 2024.
0: Oh, and what was that?
1: No new miniature purchases the entire year. (laughs) Whoa, really? Yes. Oh, And, like, people have been like, oh, well, it's not a new miniature if you buy some old stuff. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm not trying to cheat that way. Like, I'm not going to buy, like, a digital STL file because it's not technically a miniature, right? (laughs) Right. And, of course, like, very soon after I decided that, Mm -hmm. Northstar puts out,
0: like, here's
1: pictures for our three or four new kits of Oathmark. I'm like, all this stuff looks awesome. I'm just like... "Mm -hmm." Anyway, I just have... Between all the six millimeter stuff I've purchased for like Lion Rampant, Xenos Mm -hmm. Rampant, like tiny turnip, and then like the fifteen millimeter stuff for Stargrave and all these stuff, like I have more than enough Mm -hmm, miniatures mm -hmm. and projects to just kind of paint and get to the table, and I'm not extending that moratorium to supplies.
0: Ah, so things like
1: (laughs) paints, inks, like it's no, it can't, no figures, Mm -hmm. right? which is nice. going to be hard because yeah. I found out like most of my lonely fun is figuring out like what... And then like it arrives and I'm like... <laughs> and now I've got to paint this shit. Right. Oh, God damn it, right? right? So I'm trying to avoid that,
0: right? Anyway. Yeah, just yeah. ship it directly to painting studios and I, then have them send it. <laughs> if
1: shipping to Japan was not so expensive, yeah, right, anyway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so what I'm working on lately is mm-hmm. the, the, the little six millimeter tanks, which... Oh, nice. Uh, anyway, I, I started off with just single color, Mm -hmm. because it's it's more... The game I'm I'm making them for is Tonks, Mm -hmm. right? And it's very kind of gamey, so I just said, cool, the tanks will be just bright simple colors and I did a red and yellow and someone said ketchup and mustard <laughs> and I, then that led me to oh god damn it they're now ketchup mustard I've finished the pickle relish tank which is nice, just green right yeah. and now I'm doing like a ranch dressing so the theme is condiments right and uh nice. yeah just it, silliness that yeah.
0: game reminded me of the old uh, combat on the Atari 2600 the, yeah. tank, the tank battles where you, cause you got a little bit of terrain and you're just kind of you're backing yep, up back, you're doing, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so.
1: I'm I'm almost done with the tanks I got nice. one more to paint the board is coming soon so hopefully mm. we'll be like live stream again oh that
0: would be that, great, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, dibs yeah. on the uh, what Thousand Island dressing. I, I haven't had
1: that yet. Ranch <laughs> is the closest I've come, come so okay. far. I got to figure out like the paint recipe for doing yeah ranch mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. white because white's kind of
0: hard to paint. Right. Yeah. Anyway, you could do so, like f- bacon ranch or something yeah, and space that mm-hmm. up a little. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Oh, yeah. excellent. Yeah. So looking forward to that. yeah So this year will be a year of playing much more. Painting and plan, playing, hopefully. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Actually, so, getting after it.
1: Where can people find you?
0: Uh, I'm, I am still doing, I am back to doing yes. the uh, Abuse Cartoons live stream. So uh, every Thursday night, Thursday? No, it's what, what is it? Wednesday. It's, wait, night, yeah, you it's your night. Wednesday night, Thursday. Yeah, Thursday, uh, on where you Japan time, yeah. depending on where you are. Um, I draw my cartoon and do a live stream, eat some Japanese snacks. I had the most amazing apple pie, dried apple bits. Ever from the convenience store, <laughs> okay. it was uh, yeah, it was like just a simulation of like you know pie filling for an apple pie, but it was just little pieces of dried know, apple, like a
1: simulation, like you yes. somehow yeah. like like computer bits. Right? That that's was the, that, yeah, that was
0: the theme. Is I just did got did all simulated snacks where they're trying to make gum or chocolate taste like something it shouldn't, and yeah, so that's what it was, and uh, yeah, so that's abuse <laughs> cartoons on uh, uh, YouTube and Twitch, and if you want to read the cartoon, uh, go comics slash domestic abuse
1: for a twenty year.
0: Yes, for the. Twenty-year backlog, right? 20 backlog. So, so when is the definitive edition coming? Oh, uh, yeah, the definitive. <laughs> I got it a few more years. Maybe uh, the fall of this year. Oh. <laughs> But, uh, yes. And if you like what we're doing here on, uh, the weekly, please consider becoming a weakling. Strongest of all supporters on patreon.com slash upturn table. And, uh, you can let us know, uh, stories you'd like us to talk about, uh, and, and basically discuss. I haven't gotten the, um, there's a kind of a, uh, Patreon kind of global chat, right. okay. you know, similar to a Discord. I, I haven't too, fired yeah. that up yet, but that'll be a nice way to everyone to kind of. Contribute because we've just been doing kind of direct messaging right. previously. So bring the community together.
1: Topics you want us to avoid, like more sexy stuff for RPGs, right? <laughs> you're right, you're
0: right. Things no that more, are off the table. The, right? No more deck of sexiness. Oh, uh, but uh, yes, so uh, Upturn Table on all social media, the website UpturnTable.com. And uh, yes, there will be audiobooks, uh, finishing the audiobook, mm-hmm. uh, the chapters coming soon. And tomorrow is more Blade Runner. Ooh, so nice. we'll, we'll uh, live stream the uh, just raw audio. And uh, the Foundry, VTT, for the case file number two, Fiery Angels, for the Blade Runner RPG by Free League. And it's going to be a good one. Um, So this will probably be a little bit more like a a session zero this week. So you have a third player. Yeah, we have a third player. So uh, character creation and kind of updating where the players are at this point. Maybe uh, do the first kind of scene of the case.
1: Well, as someone who thinks... TTRPGs or someone who consumes TTRPGs primarily to see how systems work and Mm. should be played rather than some audio drama thing. Uh Ah, yeah. Yes, interesting.
0: Good. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah, take a look at that. So subscribe to the channel, uh, Upturn Table, to get notification when that goes live. It'll be in the evening, so like Pacific Coast North American time, like so, eight o'clock. So <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like like noon, Super Bowl time for everything. us here. right, yeah, right. Like who's <laughs> going to wake up at like four o'clock in the morning? Right? <laughs> yeah. So here it's about uh, one one p.m. this side of the world, and yeah, the previous day's evening. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. All right. So that's going to do it for this week. Uh, we'll be back again next week. Litter mortals. Goodbye.